everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the Practical Broker Podcast. I'm really excited today to have Colt Charlebois with us um, to share some of his wisdom and his secrets that he's learned about being a leadership coach and a growth coach. Um, I met Colt, Colt a little while ago through a really good friend of mine, Rich Danby, and he connected us up and I thought, man, this man has passion. He has wisdom. And uh, I'm so thankful that he's be able to come on our show today and share it with you. Um, Colt grew his business. Um, he was originally started as a real estate agent, grew a big team, selling over 100 homes a year, um, and then realized that he had a passion a little bit different than selling real estate and took a leap that a lot of people are scared to do. They, um, they say, I'm not happy with my career. And I, even though I'm making money, I'm going to shift into something that really where my passion lies. Um, so Colt, welcome. And uh, Talk to us about that journey. Talk to about how did, how did that happen? That's a big, that's a big shift. Thanks, Chad. Uh, it's it's great to be on the show. Thank you. This is my first podcast. I'm pretty excited to uh, to get to share with some people. So uh, hopefully it goes well. Hopefully there's some value added here. For sure. Um, listen, man. I yeah, I got into real estate a while back. I was I think I was 25 years old when I started, and uh, just full of ambition, full of vigor. Wanted to conquer the world. Wanted to be the biggest agent ever, and uh, probably for all the wrong reasons. Mm. You know, I think at the core, I just I was trying to prove myself as a, as a young man, trying to find my mark in the world and thought that if I could be the best at what I was doing, then people might notice me and all these silly games we play as a, as a, a person trying to find himself, you know? Yeah. And I so, gotta be number one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. And why, why do you need to be number one? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like, I set out on this journey and no matter how much advice I was getting at the time that you know, no matter how much resistance I was facing, I just had to keep plowing forward, had to keep making it happen. I think a lot of people will relate to that. Yeah. But where it led me to was, I mean, a lot of pain. I ended up, first of all, before the team and all that, I uh, ended up over 100000 in debt and living in a friend's basement from trying to do all things at all times. I was in real estate. I was trying to flip houses. I was going after my financial securities license, you know, like in all directions. And uh, no real mentors, no guidance to be able to just walk me through that process mm-hmm. of how do you, you know, action something that you have inside of you and um, maybe not making decisions for money and maybe making them out of passion and purpose. And so, yeah, uh, yeah. so here I am several years later, uh, just at an ultimate demise, real estate flips gone bad. I'm asking my friend if I can live in his basement. I'm living there with him and his pregnant wife. And my other friends are saying like, aren't you supposed to be successful? Aren't you the one selling all these homes and building this big business cult? And it's just like, Chad, man, that was like a super humbling time uh, in life. And, uh, and just a, a time of reevaluation really to, to recalibrate and say, who, who am I for? And, you know, who am I here to serve? Right. So right. how am I here to serve them? I should say. And so, uh, getting a little sense that I really felt compelled by helping others. I I always identified with the struggle of the entrepreneur because of the pain I had been through wanting Mm -hmm. to help that startup entrepreneur or that seasoned entrepreneur that was just stuck, get unstuck and knowing the mindsets and, um, and relationships that it takes to get out of a hole when you're in one. Mm -hmm. And so I started coaching at that point. This is, you know, five, six years ago. And at the same time, still building the team and, you know, I'm still trying to prove myself to some degree in the industry and only to realize that, you know, I needed to let all that go and, and start fresh, as you mentioned earlier. So, you know, through part of that process, you know, sorry, do you have a question? 
No, 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 no. That's great. No, I, I can, I can see a lot of people, especially a lot of young entrepreneurs or first, I don't know if young by age, but young by entrepreneurship age, where you start in that passion and, and you, you, you're, you think you're on the right track. And uh, sometimes the world sends us to school, right? And realize, well, no, you're too many distractions. And I was kind of chuckling in my mind, you know, that, that shiny object syndrome, you know, it's, we were talking about your real estate license, your securities license. Uh, I, I coach clients, not for money, but just as my clients in the mortgage business all the time, I'm like, guys, you have a great business, focus on it. You know, stick to what your one or two things and, uh, and just hit it out of the park. Yeah, uh, when I sit down with business owners all the time, my question is always why? And not yeah. just once, I wanna know why. And if you would have asked me why I got into the business way back when, I mean, you would have heard the things that weren't sustainable, the things like, well, to make a million dollars so that I can blah, 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 all these things that weren't really that valuable to me. Yeah. It wasn't about actually contributing to someone's life. It wasn't about making a difference. It wasn't something that was intrinsically wired in me that was going to keep propelling me each and every day, you know, the rainy days as well. Yeah. And so, it, um, so when I sit with someone, I want to know why, because I, like I, I describe it like this, Chad, I mean, if you're standing on a stool, I'm going to walk around and kick all the legs to make sure it's worth standing on, you nice. know, so. That's a good, that's a good analogy. So how did you find your why? And uh, what was that journey that led you to that question? It was a coach, actually. I mean, it was a, uh, it was a coach who said, Colt, I, I, I hear your goals and I understand you want to achieve them, but I don't think that that's really what your goals are. And I'm like, that's crazy because I'm paying you a ton of money to help me get them. He said, well, listen, I coach a lot of people and I just don't really feel like you're connected to these goals. So what is your favorite part about the business that you're in? And for me, it was just that. It was connecting with other entrepreneurs. I had clients that were entrepreneurs. I love the entrepreneurial nature of the industry that I had started in. And so as we dug down into that, he just took the boundaries off and said, well, what if you just sat in front of a few people and ask them what they were looking to do and see if you can help them get there. Yeah. So my first experience with that was I grabbed a few friends around the office and just said, hey, could we grab a session this week? I'd love to sit down and understand your goals. And a year later, fast forward a year, all of them either doubled their income or doubled the amount of homes that they had sold as I started with realtors. And um, more importantly though, they were excited about who they had become. And more importantly for me is it didn't feel like work. It's like, there was work involved, but it was electric. Like I felt charged. I could speak for, you know, five hours a day in these sessions and, uh, and just little resistance. And so that was an indicator for me that it was time to make a shift. Absolutely. Well, that, that, that's amazing. You know, it's funny. It took me a long time to really drill down and it was a coach as well for me that helped figure out my why and, and what drives me. And, and I realized I love solving puzzles. Hmm. That's my why. And in the finance world, um, you know, every client is just one big puzzle. What's the best way to finance them? What's this, you know, best way to get this project off the ground or whatever it is. And, uh, that's what gets me excited every single day is just solving puzzles. So. And it's basically, we need guys like you because uh, I mean, the financial world is a very complex place. So there's no simple answer even to no. getting private lending or whatever we're after. So, yeah, yeah, definitely not anymore. <laughs> Uh, so then, so tell me about your transition. So, so you, you found your why, you found your passion, you connected with it, you're running this real estate team, which a lot of people would put as a pinnacle of career success. And, and then you pivoted, which is a scary thing to do for an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. So here's where it is. You find your why, you start pursuing it. So I was pursuing it in part and I was experimenting with it just enough to give me enough life to go back and build the real estate team. And so you're carrying these two ideals and uh, I was, sorry, I was carrying these two ideals and 
it's important to have voices in your life chat, people that are close to you, people that can speak into your life, which I didn't have in all seasons. But in that season, I chose to ignore it because I still had this like belief in me that I needed to do something in order to prove my worth. Even now it was as a coach and for people to hire me, for people to trust me, even though I had results there, I still, I still said, you know what, for something in me, I got to hit this goal of selling so many homes. And so what happened was I burnt out, man. Like I hit the goal and it cost me health. It cost me, uh, I mean, I was four months on a couch just recovering from a complete burnout. And, uh, and the only reason being was because I was carrying a false belief. Right. And if you've had any experience with coaching, you know, that's a lot of what we're doing behind the scenes is we're trying to pull out the beliefs that are hindering you, holding you hostage from the true, in my opinion, the God given legacy that we we're each born to live, you know? Yeah. So I think there's a unique call on each of us and we've been given a unique experience and a unique sphere to bring that to. And it's our job to go find that and pursue it. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. It's uh, you're a little more eloquent. Uh, I call it our superpowers that every one of us has a superpower and uh, you just got to find it. Yeah, absolutely. And we can have a super ego too that distracts oh, yeah. us and pulls us in the wrong direction. So, yeah. uh, you know, one of my well, four months on the couch staring at the ceiling, I, it was a time of real evaluation. It was a time of letting everything go. And, uh, and, I, and I did that. I just let it all go and started to re-envision and say, if money didn't matter, what would I really be doing with my time? Who do I want to be around? You know? That's a great question to ask. If money didn't matter, what would you be doing with your time? Yeah, I like to ask it, you know, in a context of if you won the Powerball tomorrow, Chad, you know, you have $50 billion or 50 million. I don't know if they're giving billions away yet, yeah. but $50 million sitting there. And, you know, hey, I really don't have a financial need. Who do I want to be around? What do I want to do for them? You know, because a life of, of giving, a life of serving is what makes us feel most fulfilled. Right? Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, so then you got your coaching career going. So obviously that sounds like two big questions you ask your clients, right? You know, what is your why? And if, you know, if you had enough money, what would you be doing? Which kind of, I think very intrinsically connected with your why. Um, how does people, how do you start finding your why? Like that, that's a big, we hear that all the time, right? Anthony Robbins and all the other stuff, right? You know, find your why, find your why, find your why. I mean, other than a lot of people are saying, why? Cause I got to pay my freaking mortgage. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there, and it's true. In the beginning, there's a place of stability that we have to get into before we can explore some of the greater things. And so for yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs, their why would be to pay the bills. Um, but there has to be something more compelling to that because that just feels defeating every single day. You know, you want an empowering why. And it's an exploration process that I take people on to find their why and discover it. But we look at it from several different areas of life, you know, and uh, what some of the best advice that was given to me in my journey of discovery was just start small, you know, experiment with a small why. It doesn't have to be earth shattering, the world changing. Just yeah. get in there with, with a small contribution. So I think my first one was I, as a kid, you know, was a single mom in the home in my younger years. And so I'd been given a snowsuit from the local snowsuit fund here in Ottawa. And I said, you know, wouldn't it be cool to give back to them? You know, a couple of years I had gotten these snowsuits as a kid when my mom couldn't afford one. So uh, I just called everyone I knew and said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to collect a thousand pieces of clothing to donate to the snowsuit fund. Um, do you have anything? I'll pick it up. And so we hit the goal. We hit over a thousand and it was my short term. Why? Now I didn't end up giving my life to that purpose, but I was able to contribute to it. It uh, gave me motivation and purpose for a season and it helped me discover the next phase of who do I want to serve in this season. So. Start that's small. A, that's great advice. Start small, baby steps. You know, you don't need the, uh, that earth shattering. Why well, I find that and 
when I was at one of the Anthony Robbins events that I was at, you know, really pushing on the big why. And, mm-hmm. and it took me for a while to even struggle. Like, you know, yeah. why do I need this big grandiose vision? Sometimes it's as simple as you just want to give back and help your community. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's experimental. Like, this is not something that you'll unfold in a weekend away, but it's layers of the onion. You know, I just keep coming at it and trying different things. And what gives me life? You know, what, what brings lasting joy is, is part of it. It's not the only thing that's going to bring you joy. And it's not always going to be the most sustainable because there's some hard work to do too. Not every day is fun, but uh, you know, so, so I'm really connected to that, that heart driven leader for that purpose. As you can tell by some of the questions they ask the person who cares about the people around them, that's in business that wants to do it for the right reasons, wants to contribute and finds real fulfillment in that contribution. And uh, as part of my journey, those were the, the, the men and women around me that, that saw me stuck, the coaches, the, uh, the mentors, the friends that were a little bit further down the road that helped pull me along the path. And so, you know, picking up the story again, I got into coaching and I started, started with realtors, started coaching these guys to help and girls to help grow their businesses, double their incomes. And um, they were thankful and they were excited about the confidence they were growing in, but then it evolved. And I hooked up with a company in the US that worked with large organizations. And we started coaching business owners here, helped them develop talent for their team, you know, find the, the process to find and attract top talent for the team. And so a lot, of, a lot of experience building team dynamics from frustrations I had building teams. Uh, you get to a certain level as a solopreneur, you're like, I'm gonna need some help. And then it gets even messier, right? So <laughs> your time is- that's a good question. I hear a lot about that in a lot of books I've read and podcasts, you know, the right people in the right roles, um, you know, that team dynamics concept. And uh, is there a one or two tips that, I mean, I know this is probably could go on for a month, you know, you could write a whole thesis on this, finding the right people and, and how to recruit that talent. Uh, is there a few tips you could throw out to somebody that, how do you identify the right team member or, or what you need even? Absolutely. I mean, when you're looking for talent for a team, the biggest you know, frustration that keeps most business owners up at night is always a who. It's never a missing process or a missing system. It's like, it's that person I'm working with that I just can't seem to keep on track, right? Yeah. So, uh, so really the most, exp- the, the tip is to follow a process. Have a hiring process you take people through. Most entrepreneurs are just running by the seat of their pants and they're like, hey, you're breathing, you're living, just jump in my organization here. Oh, you're available, you're doing good at that admin work, why don't you make sales calls for me too? You know, and so they have them kind of doing all things and not all people are behaviorally wired. So when you follow a process that may include something like we use behavioral hiring techniques, we can make sure that behaviorally they're wired to do this role and you know, then we assess the things like character and their past experience as we go through this multiple stage process. So it's that slow to hire, quick to fire mentality. If you're not a good fit, you know, we want to do you the favor because if they're not a good fit for you, you're probably not a good fit for them either, you know? Right. So that would be the one thing is, is follow a proven process and use behavioral hiring. That's a great strategy. And behavior hiring, you mean like some of the like this kind of course or things and or what other, what's DISC- another... Yeah, DISC is a really good entry level one. If you're just getting into understanding personality and behavior, you know, DISC and um, Enneagram is another one I use, not so much for hiring, but for team building. And then we have a, a tool that we, we use, we hire from the US, it's, a, it's called the AVA assessment. So um, nice. there's a lot of good tools out there. Strength Finders is another one, but having some of these tools that allow you to have an engagement and like a conversation with someone where you might draw different things out of them you know, the normal just Q&A, are you answering properly? Because we assess someone how they answer. What's your biggest weakness? 
Yeah, exactly. Where do you want to be in five years? Right. Yeah. So. No, that's great. Is is there um, a book that um, or a podcast or something you listen to or read that has really you can give out to entrepreneurs or that you suggest to some of your clients on a regular basis? Um, depends on what it's for. Anything specific? There's definitely lots of them. I got a Rolodex yeah. of them. Uh, you know what? I think entry level, like if you haven't read E Myth, that is probably one of the first places to start as an entrepreneur. You shouldn't build a business until you read E Myth. Yeah. It, just consistency in your delivery and understanding that there are a few different roles within your organization. If you're someone that's a little further down the path and looking to for more strategy, something like Scaling Up is an incredible book written with a lot of coaching input. So, Yeah, yeah, those are both great books. Yeah, one of the other ones I read recently that I really, really resonated with me was Profit First. I'm not sure if you've read that one. Um, it's really about a cash flow management aspect of it. Um, nice. I haven't read that. Take it, leave it to the money guy to remind me to read a profit first book. Like yeah. And, and it's, you know, entrepreneurs are really, you just look at your bank account and you're like, oh, okay, I have X number in my bank account. I can do ABC. When in reality, that money in your checking account of your business is not really your money. It's some of it's the government's money. Some of it's your employees money. Some of it's need for marketing or there's all kinds of stuff. Um, so that balance and it goes into some systems and strategies, um, to do that. That's something that I started implementing and it really helped shift my focus. I always, it shocks me. And, and looking back, I made the same mistake. So I know the questions to ask, but the, the question of like, what's your burn rate? And mm -hmm. most entrepreneurs do not know how much their expenses are and how many months survival they have. So, you know, they, they don't know when it's time to take a break. And so they don't take breaks and they burn out, you know, and they, they crash. Months or, survival. Most are running on days survival. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you started, um, you told me something really exciting a few weeks ago that you started this new group um, about in specifically in Ottawa right now that it sounds like it might expand um, elsewhere, but right now it's based in Ottawa. Tell me about it. It's called Push. What's that about? Yeah, the Push. It's uh, the 90 day challenge. So in my one on one coaching, I was really enjoying, you know, building teams with leaders and, and getting around and helping them get to their goals. But Chad, one of the, the things that I struggled with the most was accountability. Mm -hmm. is that no, no matter how good their intentions were, they're just, they're lost in this world of distraction. Like there's so many things competing for their attention on any mm -hmm. given day that when they state like, this is my desire, this is where I want to be in a year from now, 90 days from now, yet, you know, 10 minutes from now, I've already forgotten about that destination. Yeah. So um, one of the things that challenges and what makes a good coach is helping someone stay accountable and through experimentation, through a different, you know, some of my own experiences, I realized that one-on-one -on -one accountability only lasts so long. Mm -hmm. So when I step into your organization and we do some coaching together, I know that I had a big drop-off rate after 90 days. So you're going to listen to me for 90 days at the very least. And then at that point, it's a, it becomes like a bit repetitive. It's not exciting anymore. It's not a shiny object. I'm actually doing the work, you know? And so, uh, so we put together these groups, these cell groups called the push. And what it was, was it's a group of, of, just respectable leaders. Like these are guys and girls that get around each other and they, they admire, you know, the levels of production they're at and the character they, they all stand for. And so very selective of who goes into the groups. But the idea is that when you show up every day and you set your intention for the day, as it relates to your 90 day goal, you know, 15 years ago, you could set 10 year goals and all this stuff, but today's world changes so fast, especially with, you know, COVID and all the, the shifting markets that we're in as we have sites on 90 days, what's your intention for 90 day? And then what are you doing daily to accomplish that? 
So you're stating that in a group of peers that you respect and look up to, that's a much higher level of accountability because after a while, they're going to be like, all right, I'm going to let Colt down today. But what they won't say is I'm not going to let this person, this person, this person, this person, especially some of them are referring clients back and forth. So they want to show up with their A game. Yeah. And um, it's been a powerful group not to beat each other up in, but just to, to encourage one another to really say, hey, you do good work. Know that you, you know, you're worth this goal that you're talking about. And what are you doing today to achieve it? You know, and keeping it very clear and front and focus. So that, that's a really good advice is, you know, what is, you know, summarize that again. What is your 90 day goals and what are you doing today to achieve it? Is that the question? Yeah. And so every, every day we state our intention for the day. And then there is a, you know, weekly mindset and, and refocusing call where we're working through what is the languaging we may be asking for clients in or, or asking to find the next team member. So we work on some languaging mindset and then just, you know, celebrate together. Like, how are we doing in this? Um, there's a lot of cross referrals to, oh, what do you need next? You need to talk to this person because everybody in these groups is highly connected in Ottawa, which I had experienced these in like people around different cities. But I just wanted to build a community in Ottawa that was for each other and with each other. Nice. You know, it's like, let's be in business together. Let's encourage one another. Not everybody's going to be the right fit for every group. I get that. But, uh, but just a, a group of good heart driven leaders that, uh, that are, that are for each other. And yeah, that's awesome. That, that's a great, you know, that's a great group and, and a great why, you know, connecting yeah. people and, and just giving that back is, is phenomenal. And I just tie it back to my story. You know, that was, I was stuck. I was in a friend's basement and it was some people that came around me and uh, actually started a faith journey to me. And through some relationships and that, I was surrounded by these incredible, they were Christian leaders. And they, these are guys, Chad, that I would have paid money to like, just tell me what you know, you know, I'd do anything to get in your presence. And they were calling me and checking in on me. And I was like, every person needs this on the journey. Every person needs people that care about them and are reaching out to them on their hard days. And so uh, that was a big, big part of the vision to just, how do we assemble this? You know? That's amazing. Well, thank you for putting that together. And you know, it's something you touched on and really resonated again with me was you never know the effect we have on other people. You know, this podcast is out, will be out in the ether and, and uh, you know, some stories and it resonate with somebody. And sometimes just sending a text message to a person, you know, you haven't talked to in a little while. Hey, how you doing? Can I help you? Um, I you love know, that, Chad. Yeah. Simple things, right? Some can, can be very profound. And the snowsuit you got as a kid helped you create, you know, this helped you get off the couch and why that why and, and, you know, give thousands of pieces of clothing to, to it again. Like, you never know what your effect today will have 5, 10, 15 years from now. Yeah, someone went to the trouble to, to not just throw that snow in the cupboard, but to say, say, you know, someone may need this. I want to go drive to this place and donate this article. And, you know, it helped, helped a young kid. And to your point, I, one of the practices that I really enjoy and really encourage in others is if a name comes to mind for me in the day, if it's like someone I haven't thought of for a while, haven't connected with in a while, they pop into my head. I just believe there's a reason for that. And yeah. so I just reach out to them. You know, how are you doing? What's going on? And I look for a way, like we all as driven business leaders, we are great at just beating ourselves up. So nice. I just want to be the voice to others to just check in and say like, what does Chad need encouragement around today? You know, and as we get into conversations, some stuff may come out. Yeah, I got a little bit of a grind with this. And if I can speak into that and encourage you in any way or share some information that would help, then, you know, that could really change your day and change the next 10 conversations you have. Right. So. Absolutely. Well, that's amazing. I know you're doing good work and, uh, and I can't wait to be part of some of your future push groups. 
and uh, and I really look forward to it. Uh, so, Colt, we're we're out of time for today's episode, but I think I'll definitely have you back in the future where maybe we'll do a deep dive on, on some of these other questions. Um, but if clients or, or people listening want to find out more about your coaching service, the push groups, these kind of things, um, do you have a podcast or not a podcast, but you have a, a social media email? How do they get in touch with you? Well, I tell you, I'm super encouraged to launch a podcast and you've kind of given me some inspiration by just inviting me to one. So that's great. Uh, really the best way to get a hold of me is directly. I love connecting. If you're an Ottawa based business owner, especially, or even if you're not, I mean, I just love connecting with people who have a vision and are a little bit stuck. You can reach out to me directly at Colt at Colt I'm sure that the spelling will be in the show notes, yeah. but um, yeah. And I'm happy to just hear where you're at connect with you. If one of these groups makes sense, great. If not, if I can, if I can put, you know, some energy in your path and get you back on track towards your goal, that brings great delight to me. So that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Colt. I really appreciate it. And and people listening to the show, definitely reach out to Colt. Um, You won't be disappointed in in his resources. Um, It's amazing. Uh, Please take the moment to subscribe to the channel. We're on all your favorite podcast apps as well as YouTube. Click the subscribe or the like or the thumbs up, which depending on what device you're on, it really means a lot to everybody here at the team. And if you have any comments or feedback, by all means, put them in the in the notes as well or send us an email. The Practical Broker, we can be reached at uh, our YouTube channel, anything online as a podcast or through our website at bestinterest.ca. Thank you very much, everyone. Have an amazing journey. Chad, you're making a huge difference. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man.